G'day, welcome to Stat Stuffers. That was too much. Oh well. Um, <laughs> I'm your host, Maurice, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Dylan. How are you? Good, mate. G'day. How's it going, guys? <laughs> g'day, g'day. Oh, good day. Actually, a good day, because today, in Game 3 of the NBA Finals, the Miami Heat defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 115-104 to to close the lead to 2-1. Dylan, tell me what you're thinking. We live to see another day. That's what I'm thinking. Live to see game another day. five, baby. The whole important game five. But what I'm mainly thinking about is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy G buckets. And the G stands for gets, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, an out-of-this-world game, a historic game, an all-time performance, one of the best finals games I've ever seen. I mean, it really doesn't get much better than that. Backs against the wall. Came out and did absolutely everything for the Heat. I mean... I've got a few notes here. The LA LA Lakers, they had more threes, more free throws, and more offensive rebounds. And the Heat still won by 11. I mean... Really? Yeah. Jimmy Butler is the only reason the Heat won tonight. And that's all I've got. That's all I've got. I mean, Jimmy was incredible. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's let's give a little bit more detail here then. Um, So, obviously, the Lakers were very sloppy tonight. A lot of turnovers. A, a lot, lot of, turnovers. of turnovers. I don't I don't know what the exact number I think it finished with 19, 18. question mark. 18, I think. 19, like yep, that. 19. Yeah. 19, yeah. The amount that's a lot of points. Like let's just be let's just be straight up here. That's a lot of points that you could get off those turnovers. And I think that's ultimately what killed them. Like you said, you know, they the heat had for the Yeah, the Heat had twenty one points off turnovers, but Lakers also had seventeen points off turnovers, so it wasn't that big of a disparity. Okay. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <clears throat> okay. In which case, how did the Heat win this game? <laughs> Jimmy Butler, that's it. They shot better Jimmy on Butler, twos. <laughs> they shot better on threes, but they made less threes. They shot better on free throws, 21 for 23. Um, had more defensive rebounds. It really was just Jimmy Butler. Kelly, Kelly Olenek hit some big threes. Tyler Hero hit, a big, hit some big shots in the fourth, but... Jimmy Butler just did everything for the Heat. Yeah. I mean, I think another big thing that this game came down to was uh, they switched up their defensive scheme a bit. I So, obviously, they played man for at least a good part of the first quarter. I did see Jay Crowder on the broad James, like I said uh, last episode. I thought that would be a good idea. And it seemed to kind of work. Jimmy definitely had a bit more energy in him, I would say, like throughout the entire game, as opposed to getting a bit gassed, constantly guarding, you know, LeBron. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean... Jimmy definitely saw his fair share of looks at LeBron during the game, but we threw some different guys at him, and we didn't let Duncan go on him, which was important. Um, every time that LeBron would try and get a switch off a screen with KCP or Danny Green, um, Duncan Robinson would hedge hard, push LeBron out to the sidelines, and then Jimmy would recover straight away. Um, pretty much just daring KCP and Danny Green to shoot. I mean, both of them had terrible games again. Uh, KCP one for three, Danny Green zero for four. Yeah, I mean, see that meme going around. How many four? How many more 
threes am I going to miss? Uh, with that on the jersey there. <clears throat> um, but AD really couldn't get into rhythm this game. Um, foul trouble early. Yeah. Uh, still played 33, 30, yeah, 33 minutes, but only 15 points, six for nine. I mean, the shots he took, he made, but he just, for some reason, it seemed like the Lakers iced him out of their offense. Like, they weren't really getting him looks. He only took nine shots for the game. Yeah, I, I did notice that. I wonder why that was. Like, obviously, he was in foul trouble, but like you said, he played a lot. I think they mentioned on the broadcast, he played 10 minutes in the third quarter when he had four fouls. So yeah. you'd imagine he'd get a few looks, unless they were concerned about him picking up offensive fouls, which seems unlikely. But I mean, I he did know. pick up one in the game, but he finished the game with four fouls. Like after yeah. that third quarter, he didn't foul again, but he still didn't get shots. And I, I think the Heat, you know, they played a part in that, but playing man a bit more than zone. Um, not a lot of zone in this game, especially towards the end. Yeah. Um, so I think that played a role, but still, you got to get AD. More shots, I think. And even LeBron looked passive during important parts of the game, I thought, standing way out from behind the three-throw line, just letting other guys try and make plays, like Rondo, um, who had a few nice drives, but still you want LeBron taking those drives and making plays, even though he finished with 25, 10, and 8, two blocks. Yeah. But that, you know, that wasn't the type of performance that we saw from LeBron in games one and two. No, I mean... You mentioned, obviously, the fouls on Ethan Davis. I don't know. For the first time this series, I noticed refereeing. And it would be Scott Foster's game that I did notice refereeing. Like, <laughs> I, I saw quite yeah. a few calls where it was like, I'm really not sure about that. Both ways, it, it went. Like, you mentioned something about Kendrick Nunn got, not getting any good calls. Oh, um, oh, every foul call <clears throat> on him, I thought, was atrocious. He had two foul calls on box outs, which were terrible. And then another one on a shooting uh, one, which I didn't think was a foul either. Um, he finished with five fouls, so there was a couple of other in there that he probably deserved. But yeah, yeah, leave it up to the Scott Foster game to get noticed. <laughs> I didn't personally, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't personally notice it that much. Um, I thought in the fourth there at the start of the fourth, when a couple of LeBron drives, I thought could have been fouls maybe. Yeah, but that you know those are bang bang calls, and there was a lot of a lot of guys in the paint there contesting his shot, so it was hard to see. But um, <clears throat> and also Jimmy really going out of his way to make contact. I think a lot of Lakers fans would think that, especially the one where LeBron got fired up saying that Jimmy elbowed, him, elbowed him on the yeah. drive. Yeah. Um, I think that was a foul, but it really could have gone either way. Like that's what Jimmy does. He sort of yeah. negates the, he doesn't really focus about making the shot, just getting to the line. I didn't really think that was a foul. It looked like he was really intent on making the shot. Like, yes, he went around the other side of the basket that he was mm. on. But it was still LeBron's fault for jumping into him in, yeah, like that jumping into yeah. that space. Um, you know, I speak from five years of refereeing junior basketball, so you know, take me as an expert. I was going to say we got Steve Javi on the call here, agreeing with all the referees' calls. You love to see it. <laughs> no, I I did see a few not so great calls there, and like you know, there was that bang bang call. There was Ed Davis's offensive foul on Kelly Olynyk that charge. That was a very very that was call. a. Yeah, I thought they would have challenged there. I mean, Lakers haven't been really shy think... about using their challenges early in the game, and you know no. it's an important foul on AD. I mean, and I think I was that really was surprised. a foul because yeah, Kelly I think Kaliolitic was sliding. Yes, Anthony Davis got him straight at the chest, but Kaliolitic was still moving. So yeah, I mean, 
Kelly tried, but I still think, yeah, I think he got there late. He was still moving. So a couple of bang bang calls. I didn't notice it as much. I didn't realize that people had thought about the refereeing in this game until after the game, until I saw, um, you know, comments on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, that yeah. people had thought about the officiating this game. I didn't think it was too bad, but, you know, it was I mean, a very physical game. I mean, I only really thought of it because I saw a couple of different guys in foul trouble. I was like, okay, what's the cause of this? And then I saw Scott Foster on the, on the floor. I'm like, that's the cause of this. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Foster, our n- number one enemy, Scott Foster. <laughs> number one enemy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, obviously the Heat took a pretty decent lead in this game. They did blow it a couple of times, but like eventually they did manage to pull it out. I feel like, like you said last game, you, you said, sorry, last episode, you said, you know, any Heat win would be really close. This felt a lot closer than 11 points. It like, did, yeah. I, it really, you know, blew out in the end with Tyler Heroes and one layup. The star, uh, on, the star. on Rondo, the star, the man. God, he hit some big shots this game. Attacking the rim on Rondo, on Caruso, hit a big three right in KCP's face. But mm. um, it really was a close game. I mean, it was, was it five points to start the fourth? Got down to two pretty quickly. Jimmy comes straight back into the game. I think he rested all of 50 seconds, maybe. Um, yeah, it was a close game. And the, the Jimmy Butler really is what, Held on to the lead for the Heat. Yeah. All right. Um, see, I don't know. I don't want to be a downer on this game, but oh, it's weird to say that a win doesn't seem like a great sign. And to me, this win didn't seem like a great sign, honestly. Um, this win reminded me of the win the Nuggets got against the Lakers. And I I'm... think this is a bit different. I mean, this, this gives them this gives them a game to get some of their players back. <clears throat> I that's think that's true. the most I think that's the most important thing. Especially game 5, there's a t- instead of we've had a game every other day from game 1 to game 4, um there's got to be a two-day break between game 4 and game 5, which is important for the heat keeping their series alive. Like even if they go down 3-1, that's an extra day for their guys to get healthy. But <clears throat> I don't know, I thought the heat played a good game. I thought they outplayed, they outhustled it, oh, I, I, it I was agree. it was another extension that game two was from game one. Obviously, game one was a blowout. Game two was closer, but you could still tell the Lakers were in charge, especially with AD going nuts. Game three was the Heat taking another step. Now I think it's time for the Lakers to take another step forward. I think the Lakers are going to be so much better in game four, and it's just it's, we'll see if the Heat can match their adjustments. But to me, that's exactly what happened in the Nuggets series. Lakers dominated game one. It was very close game two, but Lakers were still mostly in control. The Nuggets got a good convincing win in game three. and But it took so much. Like, this felt... I don't know, this game felt like a bit of a Hail Mary game. Like, you know, you're not going to see Jimmy Butler putting up a 40-point triple-double every game. You're not going to see Anthony Davis in that much foul trouble every game. Yes, you said sure. the disparity in terms of turnovers and points off turnovers wasn't that big. But you're not going to be seeing the Lakers getting that many turnovers in a game. And weirdly... I think Russell Rondo making shots is like the absolute barometer, like that decides whether or mm. not they're going to win. Because Russell Rondo had a bad game this game, but anytime he does have a good game, the Lakers are very, very good throughout these playoffs. So, like, it's weird to say that this game isn't a great sign, but I feel like this was just kind of like a massive punch, and I don't know if they can pull another one out. You're, I think you're right. This was a massive 
you know, Hail Mary, knockout punch, whatever you want to call it. This was yeah. an all-in effort from the Heat. They gave everything they got. I mean, still better than down, better than being down 3-0, you know, 2-1. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm still st- skeptical of a, any sort of comeback, you know. I still think Lakers at five is the most probable. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens game four with, you know, I think Gorin's, you know, they're really saying that he might come back just for hope, really. I've seen a couple of guys talk about injury, similar injuries that they've had. It's a three-week, four-week injury. Yeah, I don't see that. No, but, you know, Bam might be back. But it's strange seeing that he's not back yet with a shoulder strain. You know, I think something more serious might be happening in that injury that they're not telling us about. But we'll see if he can come back for game four. I mean, part of it might just be about preserving him longer term. You know, he had... True. All-star level season this year. He's going to be in line to be... Is he a free, free agent at the end of next year? Yeah, he's up for an extension next year. And he'll be restricted as well. So it's like, you know, he's going to be here another five, six years probably. Like in Miami, five, six years, unless something goes drastically wrong. Yep. Um, You know, I think they would rather preserve him. So, you know, he's in his prime and they could have another go next year. I mean, it, it makes sense to send him out to to, you know, play a bit now, but Considering how young he is, it's it's a really big risk. Uh, if if that is something even slightly more serious, re-aggravating that could be a lot worse. That is true. I mean, yeah, thinking long term, sure. But you know, I think he wants to be out there by all indications. He wants to be out there. So yeah, I'm not sure how long they can keep him out. Honestly, before he gets fired up. Yeah, too easy on it. I guess. I yeah. mean, speaking of fired up, Myers Leonard. Oh, Myers Leonard, frat row, <laughs> Myers Leonard. Yeah. Jeez, he had a he had a good game. I thought he's yeah you know, aggressive, <clears throat> aggressive defensively because he hypes himself up so much. Yeah, he had seven points. Did he hit a three in this game? He did. He hit a three. Um, he's a good start. He's he's good to play against Dwight because that pick and roll with Jimmy and Myers Leonard. Dwight always follows. You know, everyone's following Jimmy because you know Myers not the main guy out there, but yep. Myers can hit an open one. And he hit a deep one today, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly. So um he's got some range and that's that's good to use against the start the start of the Lakers game. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he is good to definitely, you know, essentially get that first punch in. I think I think Myers Leonard is good for a bit of energy there. I don't know how good he'd be playing, you know, significant minutes, but I think he's good to be a guy out there just for a few minutes, give them a bit of energy, give them a bit of life. Um, you know, obviously that's kind of Bam's role when he's when he's out there. But yep. at least you're kind of replacing small parts of Bam with Myers Leonard. Um, outside of him, in terms of like role players, Carl Kuzma, I I think had a pretty good game. He or at least he he hit the shots he was supposed to be hitting. That weird end one where he <laughs> left Anthony Davis hanging was a, a bit funny. A bit strange, yeah. But Markeith <laughs> Morris had another great game, nineteen yeah. points. Uh, hit five threes. Five for eleven from three. Uh missed the big one in the fourth there with the minute left. But um mm. no, he had a good game. And it's weird to see that the Lakers bench scored forty something points this game, I think. Yeah. Um you know, nearly half their points. And you, you hear that on paper before the game, you think, oh, this is a blowout, you know. Probably, but um yeah. it really took those guys to hit big shots to keep them in the game, I thought. I mean, LeBron wasn't Aggressive offensively, at least attacking the rim and making points, uh, scoring points. 
and AD, as we talked about, wasn't much of a factor this game. Um, yeah, their bench guys really kept them in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't expect that to be what any games the series came down to, but I guess if it was going to be any game, game three is kind of the game where it's like, okay, everyone kind of shows what they've got come game three, and then it's just a bit, you know, who knows who kind of takes over in game four. I think game four will be, obviously game four is going to be really important, but it'll be really interesting to see which role players really step up, because I think we've seen stars are going to step up as much as possible, like as much as they can. I think LeBron's going to come out a lot more intense next game if Anthony Davis doesn't get into any foul trouble I think he's going to be very intense um and it's just a matter of like can the Heat keep it up and can the bench guys kind of you know keep things going yeah I think LeBron's going to be a lot more aggressive um we might see another all-time game from LeBron in game four which um the Heat need to be ready for which I think they will be but um still haven't seen a great game from some of the Heat guys, too. You talked about guys being ready for Game 3. Obviously, Kelly olynyk has been great. Um, Tyler Hero's had his moments throughout the series. Yeah, um, He's sort of hot and cold through these first three games. Kendrick Nunn only finished with four points, hit two mid-range pull-ups. It felt like he was a bit more impactful out there, so you'd hope that he scores a bit more next game. But guys like Jay Crowder, he was two for eight today. You'd, you'd expect to see him make a few more shots. Duncan Robinson, especially, missed some wide-open shots this game. I saw um, that. I mean, he. it felt like every time he took a three, he wanted to get fouled on it. I, I saw well, him yeah. fall over quite a few times. I in mean, his, maybe yeah. he could get fouled, but... In his mind, he's getting fouled every single time, you know? But, um... Yeah. He, he does some important stuff off the handoff. Um, he attacked the rim a lot more this game. You I know, saw he that. Pump, times, yeah. He pump fakes he, off those handoffs. Uh, this game, he dived to the hoop. I uh, got a few cut uh, points. Um, yeah, and he guys collapse around him when he drives, um, so he can find open shoot. He can make that pass. So yeah, it's a, he's important to the Heat's offense. And um, if he could start making threes, he'll be another guy to look out for. I mean, he was a plus twenty-seven this game. Yeah, like the best plus minus for the Heat all game. So he's impactful. Yeah, no, he's out there. He really did seem impactful this game. Uh, ultimately, I guess it comes down to like, other like, how do the Lakers respond to this? I think they're gonna respond. I don't know. I'm not super hopeful that the Heat will be able to keep this up, but you know, maybe maybe they are. I hope they prove me wrong. I hope this is more of a series. I mean, yeah, we don't want to get this far in the bubble, have such a successful bubble, and have it end in five. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think the Lakers are gonna be dominant next game, so it might just be that. Yeah. All right. In terms of uh, a couple of interesting stats. I think you know what one of them's going to be. So, uh, Jimmy Butler had the third 40-point triple-double in uh, finals history. The first one with 70%. So, the other two people who have ever done it, LeBron James and Jerry West, both shot under 50% when they did it. Um, yes. So, yeah, the first guy over 50, let alone 70. Yeah. Um, and he was also... Interesting one here. He had 13 assists. LeBron had 12 and Jerry West had 11. So he had the most oh. assists in one of those games <laughs> as well. But speaking of LeBron, so this is uh, the third time in the finals a player has had 25 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, and 8 turnovers, which was, I think, a really big thing. Mm. Like, I didn't, re- I knew he had a few turnovers, but I didn't realize it was 8. The other guys, now this is interesting, the other two guys are LeBron James and Steph Curry, it, both in the 2017 Finals. LeBron Ooh. in game one, Steph Curry in game two. 
In 2017? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. LeBron had a yeah, a lot of turnovers this game. AD also had five. Um, yeah, it was uh, to start the game. I think they had 10 turnovers in the first quarter. They finished with 19. Yeah. yeah, so bad start for them. But yeah, well, it's an interesting stat remains. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's what I do. It's really what I do. Um, any other notes from this game? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, Jimmy. Simple Jimmy. as that. Jimmy is Jimmy. your father. Jimmy Butler is your father. Yeah, I mean, he, like we were saying last game, he was a bit passive. Not this game. Oh, not, not at all. At Complete all. opposite. He went for it. Absolutely showed that <clears throat> he can um take over in the fourth, like he should have done in game two. But I mean, just <clears throat> hitting everything over everyone, getting what exactly what he wanted. It was it was perfect. A perfect game, honestly. Yeah, I mean, again, this this does. Oh, the bad thing is it's reminiscent of all of the Lakers' other series as well, where, you know, you had David Lillard doing that, you had James Harden doing that, you had Jamal Murray doing that. It's scary. It's scary how similar this is to previous <clears> series <throat> that ended in five. But you know what? If if there's any team to do it differently, it's the Heat in the finals. It's this Heat team, yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> this Lakers team is, you know, is is really good. So Very it's going to be... A, yeah. This, game four is going to be a hell of a game, I think. I don't think the heat. Yeah. I don't think the heat gets smacked, but I think the Lakers duo they have a really impressive game. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, looking ahead, what are you thinking for Game Four? Yeah, um, shot making. Obviously, I think that's what kept the Lakers in it. Um, and in the last couple games, that's sort of how the Lakers built their leads. Um, obviously, how LeBron and AD come back from this game, both having in LeBron's case a mediocre game and AD is pretty pretty terrible game. Yep. Um <clears throat> we'll see how Rondo shot making continues in this series in game four. Uh the over under for from last episode was one and a half threes. He didn't make any of this game. Over three. Yep. So you took the under, right? I did take the under. Um good for you. Yeah, no, I took the over. I took the over. <laughs> I was convinced you would make a couple. Yeah, so <laughs> If he can make some at game three and keep the defense honest, um, Rondo, yeah, Rondo shot making in game four will be a yeah. You talked about it. Rondo shot making is sort of an indicator of how the Lakers will perform, and uh, they'll need him to hit some shots in game four. Uh, for the Heat, try and get Duncan Robinson going. I mean, he's so he's so deadly from three, and he takes the tough ones in this series. But we saw that tough one he made against LeBron right at the top of the top of the arc. Um, yeah. And hopefully he makes these open ones this game. Uh, for the yeah, Jimmy needs to stay aggressive. He almost kind of needs to replicate what he did with this game. Yeah, as hard scary. as that is, it is. Um, Kelly Olynyk needs to keep making shots, playing out of his mind, which I think he can. You know, he's done it for two games in a row now, and the shots he's taking aren't sort of whoa. He made he did he just make that shots? You know they're in his yep. wheelhouse. Um, and then obviously. Whether or not Bam comes back sort of changes how the Heat play defense. We, I mean, if Bam's back, we might not see any zone, honestly. Yeah, like, and I think that Heat, would be the best thing possible for them. Probably. I mean, the Heat played so well without it this game, defensively, I thought. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, the zone might be dead for the for the rest of the playoffs, but we'll see. Um, yeah, those are my sort of look aheads. What have you got? I mean, my key indicator was, you know, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Your defense? Are they going to play the zone? I hope not, because of how well man work. Like that's that's how they got all those turnovers. Those ten turnovers in the first quarter. Yeah, there was a few sloppy passes in there, but you know, a lot of that was because of high pressure man to man play. And I think you keep that up, you force more turnovers you can almost replicate what happened here. And like, if you, I think getting AD into foul trouble or getting AD or LeBron into foul trouble is probably another great way to go if you can manage it. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a matter of like taking their best players out of it. So like we saw, you know, let we saw the strategy of let the bench guys, sorry, stop the bench guys, let the stars get what they want. That didn't work. Let's stop the stars. Let's let the bench guys beat us because that this game worked for the Heat. Well, I mean, mainly because they didn't stop the bench guys either in those last two <laughs> games. It was just sort of the <laughs> Lakers, all the Lakers are going. But um, yeah, definitely. I think they doubled AD in the post pretty much as soon as he caught it, which I think caused a few early turnovers. AD will be ready for that next game. I think it was effective. Uh, get it out of his hands as quickly as possible. Because sort yep. of if they got Crowder on him or Kelly on him, um, he could sort of get whatever he wants there in the post. So get it out of his hands. And um, yeah, it's going to be a fun game four. I think it's going to be a lot of big performances in game four. Yes, I'm very excited. I'm going to be in class as it ends, so I'm going to have to catch up later on and yeah. hopefully not let it get spoiled for me. But yeah, so he's he's looking forward to game four. Um, anything else you want to say on anything we've talked about? Any any more news break like like our fake Marcus O? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's been pretty quiet <laughs> on the news front. Um, yeah, I've got an over-under here. I'm just sort of running it oh, through in right. my head now. Over-under on AD, LeBron, and Jimmy combined points in Game 4. Okay, this is going to be a tough one for you, I would say. Pick your line. I'm going to go with 93 and a half. Ooh, 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 ooh. So essentially, all of them score thirty-one or more. You know, yeah, give or take a few points. Like, give me the under. I think give me the under on that the one. Under. I, I could see Jimmy putting up a little bit over thirty. I see one of the other guys putting up a little bit over thirty or around thirty, and then the other guy putting up like twenty something. So give me okay. give me the under just barely. Ninety-three and a half. I'll go the over. I think. I think Jimmy. I think they only got the guy I'm worried about is Jimmy actually, whether or not he has another offensive outputting like this one. Yeah, a big offensive game. Uh, I think yeah. I think, you know, in most games, LeBron and A D are locks for thirty each. Um Well not this game. Not this game, obviously, but the prior two games they both had thirty, I think. Or at least very close to. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'll go the I'll go the over. Okay. I think the intensity will kind of keep scoring a little bit lower. I think there's True. going to be a bit of floppy play. I think there's going to be some tight defense um, coming game four. I, yeah. So I think either Jimmy kind of doesn't reach what he needs to or one of LeBron or AD doesn't reach what he needs to. But I think it'll be close uh, to that line. Yeah. All right. So with that out of the way, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on any of our social medias at statstuffers or stat underscore stuffers on Instagram. Leave us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Other than that, thanks for, thanks for listening. Peace.